Should we start? Yeah, I will just introduce myself. Uh, right. So, good evening. Okay. Good evening, everyone. And I would like to welcome all you, all of you, to our uh, Rotec Academy event and uh, how to build Amazon from scratch by our speaker, Pail Jeshwani, ma'am. And uh, I will briefly introduce uh, about our today's speaker. Pail is one of the key management members of 99 Years Network. LLC. She serves as a managing director, leading 99 years global sales and marketing efforts, as well as establishing and maintaining the relationship with the key clients. Having studied in the UK, Pyle was uh, instrumental in setting up her own fashion brand and launching it across Europe and Asia, providing her international experience that has shaped the work she does with the 99 years. Thank you. Thank so, ma'am, you. you can start. Thank you, Kunal. Yeah, Ma'am, it's yeah. all yours. Yeah, just give me a moment. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, hi, everyone. This is Payal. Uh, I think Kunal spoke about me. I'm not wrong. So thanks for the quick introduction about me. And yeah, today we are going to have an amazing session. I think uh, all of you are engineers. I just spoke to Prince and Suraj and they just told me that uh, all of you are engineers here and you're going to love this session of how to build your brand globally. I mean, basically it's more focusing on Amazon, how to build your brand on scratch from Amazon. I always say build digitally, scale up globally. That's what I believe in. So that's how we have started. We're going to quickly grow about... Um, you know, how I started my journey towards Amazon and, you know, doing e-commerce through the way. So I'm actually, um, like everybody has a weird story. I started my uh, diploma in Bachelor's of Fashion. I was too much creative uh, back uh, in my school days. So I thought of uh, giving a shot on fashion. I definitely went to Australia. I did my diploma in Singapore, did four years started launching a brand eventually uh, by my last year, could not wait, did internships, got, thought I could do it on my own. Too much ambition happened that time. And I launched my own brand, did various shows abroad, did a lot of, uh, understood how business works. I was reaching in a great scale of heights. I was doing international shows. My collection was selling worldwide. But uh, I suppose you guys are thinking then, you know, why, why e-commerce and why she is talking about fashion right now. So it is a very great learning, I think, for you guys. I'm sharing uh, that, you know, whatever you want to do that time, situations make you feel, uh, you know, maybe that's not the right thing to you, for you to do. So everything was good about fashion, but business was not good about fashion. And right now it's, it's just a bad, with COVID, the fashion industry has gone totally in a mess. So... What happened with my career is that I started realizing that passion is a lot of investment, you know, after keep putting in year on year, month on month, it is not enough. And to make my name to that, to Manish Malhotra or to somebody who is really, really big in the uh, fashion industry would take me 10 to 15 years. I could not wait as I'm too fast. I really wanted to grow fast. You know, I could not wait with the speed it was going through. So I realized that it's going to be a lot of uh, capital expenditure. I didn't want to take a loan. I didn't want it to, I was doing pretty well to kind of self-sustain, but not as big as uh, that I could own a store or launch my brand in, uh, you know, various places. So I just thought of, uh, you know, I understood my dad had a very small venture that time. He was an investor in e-commerce company. And he kind of always were inclined towards taking me to e-commerce. I understood how e-commerce exactly back in 2017, you know, which was not as the way it was uh, today. So I understood how I can exactly uh, kind of take a turn around. I started selling my products on e-commerce initially. And I started seeing the growth. It was really faster. It was volume. It was massive. And I kind of turned down my fashion business. I got completely into e-commerce and I understood slow on slow that e-commerce is the future. And I want to help so many of young brands to get into e-commerce globally, uh, whether it's US, Australia, UK, 
because there is so much of problems when you get into the offline market with the capital incentive investments as well as uh, the compliances it's not that easy when you have to get into the offline it looks uh, in a very different way you will take years and years figuring it out but e-commerce you can definitely tell you that you can get into like 12 months to 18 months you can rock the kind of player if you have all the parameters in place and if you have some a support and agency and uh, expertise there so yeah i started that's about me i started my e-commerce journey from there and since then i am in this industry and i'm loving it especially right now in the covid times so i know i went a little longer but that's a sweet uh, short story about my fashion journey to e-commerce entrepreneur uh, now i solely manage in fact i'm taking uh, us uh, canada and south america as the biggest potential markets for me i'm going to be moving there so i'm going to be managing the entire and expanding into a great level uh, well i train a lot of students i have a good following on instagram linkedin i do a lot of networking i do i'm always there in some other other events and webinars and i keep doing a lot of videos so you can obviously have a lot of content through my channel uh, which i can share you later as well as i love networking i love traveling uh, i whenever i travel anywhere i'll find work there so it kind of balanced my work and my travel and my holiday and other than that i'm always working out somewhere in some new gym because i love trying different gyms and i love reading books so that's a little bit about me before i start uh, giving you a lot of yarn so today we are going to learn uh, anybody is am i audible right because i don't hear anybody talking anything just me talking hello yes ma'am you are audible you are audible ma'am we're going to make sure that everybody is nobody sleeping we're all like uh, you know you guys are listening to me so yeah uh global e-commerce 2020 just going to give you a gist on global e-commerce amazon parameters and how do you brand build on amazon why i focus amazon because it's the largest e-commerce marketplace and it's going to give you a gist of everything then your own website uh 99 as in my 99 is my agency uh, uh what we do uh, i'll just give you a complete example of that and the top product categories from india is where we focus on what are the top products you should think of if you want to launch your own brand and my agency success story with various brands so let's begin global e-commerce in 2020 i think it's it's a it's the need of an hour even the guys who have never even thought would uh, you know would want to go on e-commerce are today on e-commerce like haldiram a packet of haldiram is also selling on zomato today so that is the kind of uh, you know things have been changed but i mean geomart is going crazily marketing as you see on television because it's people have kind of you know stopped you know thinking of going to retail stores like e-commerce has been a bright spot among all the retail channels which we all clearly see we are scared still now to go to uh, you know big bazaar or dmart and just prefer to kind of order it online even whether it's just your hand wash or you know a basic fruits or vegetables that's the kind of uh, thought we have we can we are ready to wait for like 10 days but we are okay to kind of order it online and if you guys have also noticed lot of guys of today started using cards and there has been no returns initially there was a lot of cash on delivery i'm not saying there is no cash on delivery it's just that that lot of people are getting used to the entire e-commerce even my grandparents so i see a lot of uh, they are also trying to do a lot of net banking so there's a lot of e-commerce which every it's getting in uh, people today not only uh, the young chaps but also the senior citizens which is a great i think which is a great 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 development in india uh, major product category also has been affected so a lot of brands today like offline exporters like you know textile exporters handicrafts like ayurveda indian is the hub of all of this has tremendously got affected a lot of fashion brands have got affected who are exporters uh, in uh, abroad they have also kind of thought of you know having instead of going for a complete loss and you know trying to work it out they're trying to work and venture in the global online business where they kind of are going to be selling to amazon.com in the us various marketplaces they're trying to make that as very big market because you know people are going to go definitely shop people are going to definitely want to buy stuff which is need of the now they're not going to stop buying but they get an online as a new 
business perspective for them. Uh, well, this is something like your Chaman Prash, your Ayurveda, your grocery products, all your health personal care products have had double X e-commerce sales because we do a lot of data calling in our agency and we understand that 2x of e-commerce sales has happened over the lockdown from uh, April to June. And uh, it's further increasing right now because it's Diwali time and there has been obviously a lot of gifting and uh, Christmas, a lot of things are happening currently. Due to the physical stores closure, a lot of demand, obviously, because uh, initially, I think your Kirana shop, your grocery store, you would, you know, just buy everything. Now, I think a lot of people have cut down and, you know, trying to go to a big basket and nature basket and order stuff uh, according to their convenience. So, obviously, that has happened. Overall, I would not say that, you know, offline is completely gone. It will come back. But it's going to come back very slowly because, first of all, the kind of losses occurred. A lot of people have shut down their stores and uh, it's uh, not going to be easy for everybody to kind of, uh, you know, go pump it up the way retail was. And people have the mindset that retail is not going to online bhi kar sakte like that's, that's the kind of thought businessmen today are looking at. It's, it's different on different countries like Southeast Asia, for example, Far East, your Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand. They're doing amazingly well on e-commerce. India is also doing pretty well, but if you see comparatively, it's offline is also working in smaller towns. So it's kind of mixed uh, reviews everywhere, but certainly e-commerce is kind of booming uh, the way it's speeding up compared to the last few years. And it's gonna scale up for another two to three years um, in a very faster mode. Obviously it's gonna scale up for 10, 20 years now, but the way it's gonna scale up in the next two years it's going to be a very different uh, comparison to offline. So uh, it's a great industry to work on. And uh, I think if you guys are looking for, uh, you know, understanding how e-commerce industry work, I will try to help you in the coming uh, slides. Making it uh, big on e-commerce. So why I keep talking about potent, uh, different e-commerce markets? Because India is just a populated market but the buying consumption is not like for example in our house itself you know when we use like a bed sheet we don't you we use it for years like the, the in us with the current scenario they they're hardly even using it for a month because they're pretty scared about the bugs and you know uh, the insects or the dirt uh, being there and getting you the virus on the bed sheet so they're pretty careful they would not go for laundry because they find that expensive they would rather go uh, and you know buy a new one from Amazon or Walmart. That's the kind of thought they would do. So the kind of consumption, the continuous buying uh, in the US, it's pretty mature and it's like a better for them. This is one example. But in India, we would try to kind of you know uh, buy it maybe in a year or two years, depending on the need of a bachelor, of a married woman, of uh, you know a family. So it's more conservative here. So that way, I think, you know, a lot of people look into North America uh, is a very potential market. Europe is also uh, UK, Europe, Germany. They're very potential again. So these obviously lead in terms of your e-commerce. And suddenly there has been an Asia Pacific, which has been booming, which your Philippine, Vietnam have suddenly started to kind of show a tremendous sale, even further than India. And India is growing on its own space, definitely because of population. Everybody wants to come here, whether it's Walmart, it's Geo, everybody wants to start. It will eventually start showing the route. So that's a little bit about the potential markets. Uh, I have quickly given an example of fashion because I feel everybody loves talking about fashion and uh, it is the kind of industry which has been hit majorly right now. And I'm also from fashion. So putting a quick example on that, that uh, the market is pretty big. E uh, a lot of fashion has gone to your Mintra and uh, Nika and so many marketplaces across the globe. And it's about like 497.8 billion in the last year. And there's a potential market uh, are Amazon, obviously. You count Mintra, you count Nika, but the fashion of Amazon will not be that niche but it's the biggest. I mean, every Tom, Dick, uh, Harry buys from uh, Amazon. 
as well as uh, talking on Rakuten is the biggest in uh, uh, Japan and headquartered in US as well. So it is counterpart in US. JD is a biggest, biggest uh, in the China. So giving you a list of example about around the world. So it was going to be very fascinating to you how fashion uh, uh, industry kind of boom. Just giving you a very typical example of an Indian uh, sari, Pagalpuri silk sari. It was not even known uh, to anybody because it is it's, it's a very very niche product. It's not very familiar to anybody. So somebody kind of just searched it. Uh, sari and uh, you know, they kind of found Gagalpuri and it started trending. So that's the magic of Amazon SEO. You know, so it started trending and started getting a lot of sales because uh, that's where, uh, you know, Bagalpuri silk was actually known after somebody uh, just randomly went into it and it, becoming, it started becoming a recurring sale organically, which is, I think, a very good thing, but it doesn't happen all the time. It's something which is by luck and just happen but it's a very good insight to give you guys that an unknown product can also also do a wonders on the e-commerce market little bit going on that obviously uh, when you talk about fashion categories or uh, you know textile apparel category accessories america europe are the pretty potential market and in singapore is also growing pretty well uh, other Asians like Philippines, Vietnam, they have a good capacity in manufacturing. So they're also going very well on e-commerce because they feel that they have the potential to grow big. So that's why they're also developed Asian countries are also doing. India, I won't say it's back, but it's just that it's, it's going to gradually see because the number of population versus number of people shopping, it's less, but it's kind of gradually going to happen. And uh, e-commerce today is, you know, uh, not only selling in terms of in the metros, there are a lot of people when we see the data, somebody is buying from, you know, a small town in Bihar or somebody is buying from uh, Kashmir. So it's not, it's, it's kind of uh, Jammu, it's kind of, you know, very much segregated. We really won't know and where it's all uh, been actually taken care of. They're not only buying, they're also buying the TVs or they're also buying the refrigerators. So, which is not a small thing. So, that is something a really good data to share with you guys. So, that's a little bit about uh, fashion and uh, the potential of textiles, just a product. Uh, this is the kind of data where uh, how much online shoppers shop, shop around the world. So whether it's United States, I mean, you can see the graph. It's basically the kind of revenue per shopper. So it's pretty potential in US. India doesn't even come in the picture. India definitely is a sizable income with shops, not the overall. If we could be say 30% of India uh, would be like the consumption rest, people would be just buying when they need. So that's the kind of potential we see. That's why a lot of Indian guys are looking to sell in the uh, potential markets. I would just go a little bit on Amazon parameters and launching a brand on Amazon. Hope you guys are not bored yet. I would like to hear other people talking except for Prince and Suraj. Uh, hello? Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh, I heard somebody else today. Okay. Uh, all right. So Amazon parameters, uh, you know, before you actually launch your brand, uh, you know, so you really need to keep certain criteria in your mind. Like you can't just set up a product on and sell on Amazon. It's not that easy, but you need to have a thought process before you actually start. You can definitely uh, do uh, launch your brand on Amazon, but you really need to keep some parameters in your mind. If you want, really want to be successful and achieve some good sales, because at the end of the day, you're looking for a business out of it. They're investing money in creating a product. So uh, focusing first, you're going to talk about like what is the kind of product you're going to be actually selling in. So with Amazon, if you really, really want to play safe and you think you're a small startup and you really want to start something selling and you don't have a manufacturing unit, yeah. 
Am I, am I audible? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So small lightweight products. I mean, I think the small boxes, like maybe could be your your mugs, you know, or it could be t-shirts, uh, some graphic t-shirts. Like these also do wonders. Why I'm saying some products because if you don't really have a product, you can have a thoughtful product, a unique product coming out. A good price point to sell would be five hundred rupees. Talking in India, not any other country right now. Two thousand five hundred. Uh, so that would be a good price point for Indian market. Keep in mind that it has to have a low competition. For example, if it's a a good T-shirt, you know, with a little bit funny graphic, it definitely going to stand out because people are going to be focusing on okay, it's something more different. You know, it's not something which is available. Maybe for example, going on some character or going on something more uh, which is your creation. So that will have definitely low low competition. and it's a high margin product definitely because shirts t-shirts mugs you know they have good profitability you can easily earn uh, you know obviously like double the price if it's like 250 to 200 or maybe 100 because it's quite affordable and you can definitely get, gain some good returns out of it i won't go in detail because i think that depends on product to product but i give a gist of everything the next thing uh, obviously you want to be looking to register right until you don't register on amazon how are you going to sell so you need some criterias like you can't just sell it off as a student or you know just out of graduate you need to really have some proof of concept because amazon today is not something uh, you know you can open and it doesn't work it's like facebook nahi chala to ban kar diya ads nahi chale you know not like that you need to have a verified bank account a government account or something which is focusing in terms of uh, you know your proof of address anything which is your business details could be your, your office address your home address where you registered your brand has to be trademarked if you are also doing gst uh, so your tax registration also be need to be there so these are the things which you need to counter because you're selling goods in india and um, the kind of compliance in india is involved it's not that easy and then you opt for a program of fulfillment by amazon then even that you also uh, it's this thing i'm going to give you a little bit just stop at this later in the coming slide so you guys don't get confused but you got the documentation which is required what is amazon fulfillment so amazon fulfillment is basically uh, you know amazon takes care of your warehouse amazon takes care uh, they have the warehouse they take care of your product i meant uh picking packing uh your goods are gone your goods are there with you you actually sent to amazon warehouse then it's their headache to kind of uh deliver it to the consumer whether what product is going to be what how they're going to courier it and what time is going to reach so all of them is their headache providing customers earns uh, they even if it's a product return they're going to go send it back to the warehouse so you you don't have to kind of uh, require a manpower or give time to you know how that the entire channel is going to work because it's not that easy you have to kind of constantly be there obviously amazon takes a charge for it but uh, uh you know on month on month on month basis but i think that's the most easiest way to do your selling in a good way keeping goods on your way it's going to be a hassle to kind of catch hold of a logistics person and you know kind of deliver amazon is pretty much uh, friendly and they know they are the best when you're obviously dealing with uh, amazon you can definitely do fulfillment by amazon and it also helps you delivering faster and it will give you good sales because they kind of push your product online that's the kind of entire algorithm they have in their uh, this is a source of income for them the process it goes basically uh, you have to create your amazon selling account it's like you create your account in logger central and uh, what you do then is that you set up fba like basically you create a shipment for your products to prepare your goods uh, and you send it to the fulfillment warehouse at amazon and then amazon will take care of the rest what the next step what you do is uh, you know you ship your products to amazon so you prepare as an entire transportation entire packaging labeling because amazon also ask for certain format to send you which they give you proper instructions on then the shipping plan uh, 
uh, the labels, all of that has to be checked again before shipping to Amazon. And the last foremost thing is that you, once this is reached to Amazon warehouse, meanwhile, the entire process is that you start creating content on your Amazon uh, account where people can start, start looking at, uh, you know, what, what products you have, what is the content, why are you different, create a brand page. So all of that Amazon gives you a lot of authority if your brand is registered. And then uh, you can, once the goods are reached Amazon warehouse, you get an update and then you can make your brand line, something like this. I've given a jewelry example. So all of this is your content. It's called product catalog. It is just not put up like that. Okay. There is each and every word has a keyword analysis. So when you, uh, somebody just searching, for example, it's like Google search, but this is more uh, prominent now because you can actually shop while searching. So for example, somebody searching like 10 coal gallon. So it's actually mentioned. So with the search volume, this has actually been put up because it doesn't make sense when you read it, like natural gemstone, 10 karat gold, brilliant cut, perfect. So these are all the words which have been good search volume. And that's how you kind of this, uh, you know, page shows up as a product and you uh, kind of get good sales. So it's basically you have to keep on uh, analyzing a lot of uh, words. So we have we, only, we have a lot of engineers. We do a lot of data work because we only work with engineers. We believe that they understand the entire logic of keyword seeding, keyword analysis and how the entire, uh, you know, content works with the technical bit of it. So we definitely have a team of creative and content who does the complete creating of content, lifestyle pictures, how everything is going to be, and a lot of content, sorry for that, about that, and a lot of content which has been properly thought of because in India, people don't really read a lot of content. They would just read your upper thing and see the play, uh, images and some authorifications. They would not read everything, but uh, it's our job to kind of put the real uh, justification about the brand with keyword seeding. That's a little bit of it. This is also the attributes, uh, which different colors and all of that. This is the way it works. But in the US, they're pretty particular about what you write because if you don't deliver that, if you get a negative review, your account can also get blocked because they believe in, you know, something which is, it's true, it's true. You can't just uh, talk something and write something and just speak about the product. Well, India, it's still not that, it's still it's workable that way because the kind of thought process and mentality here, people understand 78% it's going to be fine 20% it's not going to work so that's how so a little bit after once we have kind of you know listed a product alive so what happens but it's not going to be that much of sales that's a slow process today the traffic is so much on Amazon that they also want to make money they're not going to give you free traffic uh, and still sell your product they have taken advantage of making money like how Google AdWords have so it's called Amazon ACOS, Amazon Cost of Advertising, where you have to put your money, your credit card. And, you know, uh, they generally accept credit cards. You can't put debit card here since all the international uh, companies have credit card as their uh, subscription. So that's how it is. It is the parameter to measure Amazon cost of uh, campaign. So it's all campaign management. So because you invest money, and you get ROI, return of investment. That's how you invest money, you start getting more traffic. There are more impressions, there are more people who are viewing your page and you start eventually seeing more sales. You have to invest certain point in order to get certain sales. You can't expect you have to invest. So that's why I have kind of how the entire system works is advertising ad spend upon revenue. So for example, if you, uh, that's your A cost, that's the kind of cost it could be percentage. So how much you actually spend versus how much revenue you get, you understand your A cost percentage into 100. So if it's 50%, 70%, it's bad. 
fifty percent, it's still okay because initially, what happens is that uh, you don't get like ten twenty percent. It's like if you're doing ten twenty percent of a cost, you're doing so much of profit, like good good number of sales, and with a very less spend. That's good. That's like a generating profit. Fifty uh, fifty is still like manageable. You're like kind of okay, uh, sailing somehow the other way, but. Uh, And this is a quick example I have given. I'm not going to give you in detail because I kind of explained you. Otherwise, you're going to really, really go very intense about it. Uh, yeah, just basically, ACOS defines of how much every dollar that was earned or advertising was spent on the ad campaign. Like I told you, so it kind of gives you a ratio of how much revenue uh, advertisement upon revenue into hundred. So that's the kind of uh, logic you have to apply. something about my agency so uh, that's where the entire e-commerce parameters happen and you know you have to keep redoing the process keep reanalyzing so uh, i'll tell you how our agencies help lot of brands because it's not that easy at it looks ki khol diya sab bad diya aur you know sale aa gayi so we have a team of like 50 people who are driving for each and every about 30 35 brands so i'm going to give you a gist of how what Our company does. We are an e-commerce performance agency based out of Mumbai and California in the U.S. Uh, just giving a little bit just about us. We've established over seven years, which is 2013. iOS 9,250 certified company means we are process driven. Our team has been qualified 50% of engineers. We love engineers because we believe that they work in a certain manner, and we like that. Uh, we are called ourselves a three-three degree e-commerce agency because our expertise lies in establishing, managing, and growing your business. It's not only like opening your account, but also taking care of your revenue of each brand. We have worked with more than three hundred brands in various product category like pet, bar, jewelry, fashion. So we understand how every product category works. Ninety-nine service offerings of. We provide end-to-end e-commerce services from account management, product cataloging, to basically taking care of your account. Uh, our entire thing works. I'm sorry, I've just got a little cold, so just uh, getting a little disturbed in between. Promotions, e-commerce marketing, like I said, the campaign management, customer support, reviews, feedbacks, inventory mapping, and driving your business performance. Basically, end-to-end. Sales, so that's the kind of focus. What ninety uh, nine is unique because we believe that we are a key processing outsourcing and sales processing outsourcing. By key and sales is that you know we have a process which we follow and we give the uh, kind of result in that. When we also help them driving sales for every brand. So I think that's a pretty different concept where you know as a brand we help you grow your sales. That's why we are innovative, and we are tied up with twenty twenty five marketplaces around the globe, which I don't think any agency today is tied up across the globe from India. The way we work, uh, like EMG, like the other agencies, other uh, sales, they have different different kind of analysis, which is more slow. Slow. The way we work is EMG model. We call it establish, manage, and grow. Little more defining on our implementations is that we are uh, an agency where we have, you know, brand assortment, uh, creating our content, cataloging in a certain manner, uh, having the right content so you don't goof up on the marketplace, making sure the marketplace is live in certain manner. When it comes to manage, we help you driving good numbers. By good numbers, I mean some good profitable numbers. And create your own website eventually because if you have good traffic on Amazon, also you're selling, but you have to pay Amazon, which is a loss in the longer run, right? So you want to have all the traffic on your own website because you're creating a product. So we do your own website. We help you driving traffic from Amazon to your own website. Create social media presence, marketplace penetration. So grow is where we are, you know, expand you. So you like at one marketplace, we take take you to ten marketplaces because you're like, I want to grow bigger. I want to have more sales, and we try to market you in a very big way on your digital uh, forum. Also, just focus on constant revenue. So that's the kind of plan we do. 
our manpower strength. Uh, we basically have everything, all of these departments. So a lot of engineers also have gone into the roles of, you know, content writing because they they thought they are good at content writing. We take a lot of interns and we train them for six, eight months. And then eventually uh, they kind of uh, develop over a year and choose their own areas, whether they want to go at content cataloging, social media, photography, because we have separate departments because these are all different uh, departments where you have hell of a work to kind of do it. AMS is more on the coding and understanding of how the entire algorithm Amazon works. So that's the kind of manpower department we have. A uh, little bit just on our clients. These are all the potential clients from India, uh, Bangladesh, uh, Singapore, as well as Europe, and some also in US now. So Alo, Kevin Care, these are some of the potential bigger listed companies we deal in, about 5,000 crore company to 10,000 crore company. They're that big and they are also doing like about 500 crore sales with us. So it's quite potential to see they, how they grow on each day. Uh, top product category, global e-commerce. These are some of the categories from India which are doing wonders. Like cotton is from India, like pet, towels, kitchen accessories. There's a great demand from India to US. Uh, fashion, ethnic fashion definitely is from India. Kitchen like copper products, steel is the biggest manufacturer in India. China is not even competing with us in this category. Rugs and carpets, handicrafts in Indian origin. Well, we all know something about content. Content is king, strategy is the queen. So that's how we think uh, content has to be the first and the strategy has to be involved. Some of our content work by the team guys, we are some of the number of brands uh, we deal in. So like the pet, the, the cosmetic product, towels, uh, you know, the skincare products. So all of this content has been done by our team, the creative team. Just is just of how uh, they work. Because this is not just put up in a way just like that. There is a concept which is involved for Amazon specific. What color, what content, what it has to highlight, what size has to be done. Uh, what thought process has to be done with, uh, in terms of selling the product, what discounts have to be offered, all of that. Uh, the way we work, uh, we work in groups. For each brand, we have a team of four or five people who are working in a group and each, buddy, each everyone is responsible for their own task. That's the kind of work we work, uh, do. Currently, we are working from home, but I think 50% of staff is coming back to work because they believe that you know working together makes them work faster and more productive. So these are departments we have in our uh, system. Giving you a gist of a case study of how a brand actually made a good revenue. A public, uh, this is a home furnishing brand, your bed sheet, your towels. So giving you a little bit about that, that it's a public limited company and uh, from India. Uh, who was selling a uh, big manufacturer in the US as an OEM manufacturer, basically selling it to others on their brands. Like Wal if Walmart wants their own brand, so they would do it on Walmart's brand. So they would not have their own brand. And then slowly started realizing that the big guys in the US are not paying them on time. So they, uh, like the way they do it in India, the payments never come on time, which is a big hassle. And the payments were huge. So they started realizing that instead of going to this business, it's going to not be viable for them. They started having uh, thought of online sales because Amazon or any other marketplaces gives you a, uh, you know, revenue in 15 days. Like your uh, payments come every 15 days of cycle, which is good, right? So you kind of can reinvest in your business. The bigger the volume, the smaller the volume. It matters for any business. So the management decided to launch its own brand and go through e-commerce channel. Number of units sold, that's about in 12 months, like 40,500 and 2 million, uh, which is like 2 million USD is like what? It's like about 15 crores of sale, which is like marvelous, if I have to uh, say. And different styles of products launched, 1,000 plus orders processed on month on month. 
and number of marketplaces like your Walmart. There are various marketplaces in the US like Wayfair, textile oriented. So uh, that's the kind of marketplaces. Positive feedbacks were 750s. Everybody loved the product they launched and the customer's reviews and all of that. The wide variety of product was giving a strong presence. A lot of content was created. They also realized how uh, spending on campaigns gave them a lot of uh, result in a good return on investment. So they didn't lose money. Obviously, they didn't gain a lot of money in the start. But they started understanding that they're going to eventually make a lot of money. So that's a little bit about them. In a nutshell, what we do, everything from content, inventory, uh, taking care of the customer, managing, driving your sales, marketing, campaign, data analyzing, reporting, strategy, everything for a brand. End-to-end e-commerce. These are all the marketplaces I'm sure some of you must have heard some of the marketplaces, but some not, like Zando, uh, more on the Asia-Pacific, Macy's is big in fashion in US, Zalora is again Asia-Pacific, so they're all the good marketplaces, Lazada is again very big, it's like Amazon of Asia-Pacific, so that's the kind of marketplaces uh, they have. Zalando is very big in uh, like Mintra in Europe, so all of this rest are mostly in the US. What our client says about us. So these are all the potential clients, success stories. Just giving over quickly a gist of, you know, how you can actually launch your brand. Do a quick market research, which product is selling, what's not selling, have a detailed understanding of the uh, product. And it's already there on various marketplaces, how much it's selling, what are the brands. And then uh, build your brand in a very different way. Like don't try to say that, the brand which already like just a random name it has to have a meaning to it, it has to have a story uh, to it like you know if you were a mother is forming a brand right try to have a story to it so that it comes to us as a different story and people would like to try a product product assortment try to uh, create a product or we are always to help you as an agency but if you want to launch it individually uh, try to focus on the product, uh, compare it with other brands who are selling, who have entered the market, what product, how much capital you have, how much can you actually create, speak to the manufacturers, 100 units or 1000 units, depends on your personal capabilities. You have to have certain registration process like your GST, to register your brand, trademark, otherwise you're going to definitely get through and have a huge problems in, you know, in compliances which is you can't avoid in India and brand registrations. You can't just sell any cosmetic or any product just like that. You need to have certain certifications for your proof of your clients. You have to understand that if you're trying to sell a product, you need to have, a, if you're not a manufacturer, you definitely need to speak to a manufacturer, you need to tell him that I need that much production every month. So that you are not sold out on Amazon and you still have enough goods to sell. So that's the kind of entire cycle you need to keep in mind. All of these points before even you're starting out a brand. Uh, well, we are based out of Mumbai in Delhi, uh, Naga. We have a US office in California, LA. You can definitely go through our pages. You'll see a lot of content. Also, my Instagram is Iampayajiswani. Uh, you can follow me there. I put a lot of content on almost daily basis. And uh, you can reach me out as well as uh, I'll go visit our website and tell us what you think about it. Build digitally, scale up globally. That's that's my motto. And that's for 99Vibers. I think I will want to accept some questions or any queries you guys have because I think I gave enough knowledge about over an hour now so yeah looking forward for some questions if yeah so hello Sura, yeah hello good evening ma'am uh, so uh, i would just want to talk about like uh, uh, example you showed the ring, finger ring. So in the title, we had all the keywords which were which people usually search. 
Yeah. But sometimes having titles like these tend to ward off some users. Like if I see something having a long title, I wouldn't yeah. want to. I wouldn't think it's a legit thing. Yeah, you're right. But uh, that's one of the parameters, right? You're going to be not just going by title, right? As a consumer, you don't care about what title as long as you like the product. The visuals are first more appealing, and uh, you know you are able to see that the product has certification. The product is good. It has a lot of reviews. It has uh, you know a lot of feedbacks, and the product looks good. They have a very good video which tells about all the angles. Then you're true, right? You're sold. How does it matter to you as a uh, consumer if there are so much of titles? Because I mean, as long as you like the product and the product is viable to you. and it has a good pricing and a good content and it has reviews you're sorted there it like sometimes uh, when we look at the reviews there are like five good reviews five bad reviews and all of them are like i don't understand the good reviews i don't understand the bad reviews so such products oh. like yeah so obviously you know there there has to be some bad reviews so there cannot be good reviews everybody cannot have the same experience right definitely but then what i would like to say that you know you research about a brand you don't generally like just buy it right you go to the content you see the product you see the videos you have to kind of uh, take a plunge and buy the product you go to their instagram page you go to their facebook page you you know little bit research if it's an expensive product if it's a 1000 uh, rupees product you would if you like it so much you would just buy it that's about it that's the kind of you know even i have also sold a jewelry for uh, 2 lakhs in us on on amazon so it's just the way people and there are no returns you can't return that product the jewelry is expensive you there's no return so it doesn't it depends product to product there are a lot of parameters but it depends consumer to consumer some consumer will not even return it they won't even use it they will just keep it and put a bad review So that's how it is. I hope I answered your question. Yeah. Uh, so and also I was going to ask about uh, this uh, the fee you were talking about uh, that the fee that Amazon charges uh, ACOS. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, ACOS is different and Amazon a short like a short by Amazon thing is different. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. They're completely different. They are. I'm sure a short is something which is completely different. They're not the same. Amazon advertising is completely different. So none of them are uh, this compulsory to have or uh, ACOS is compulsory. It's not compulsory. It's just that you have to. So if once you are already on Amazon, you have goods. You obviously want to uh, sell on Amazon, right? You're not going to be basically uh, looking at not having a good revenue. So you have to invest. Eventually, everybody does invest. If they don't invest, you will only see like, her main is this product, this product, this product. that's not the logic right you want to sell 100 to you want to increase to 200 products because you're there for business you want more business your goods are already there you don't say your goods will get expired over a period of time the packaging will get old you will be in losses so you have to step by step kind of invest but you have to keep measuring it that you can't just invest uh, blindly you, if you invest your sales are also increasing so it's kind of getting nullified there All right. Thank you. Any other questions? Anybody? Uh Suraj, right? Or Prince. Looking forward for you guys if any other question otherwise I would like to kind of anyone else has any questions? Guys, you all can type in the chat box also if any questions do you all have. That will be also fine. I think everybody understood so well that they don't have any questions, or they must be sleeping. <laughs> all right, I think uh, Suraj Prince. They don't have any questions. Yeah. i would thank you so much for uh, for listening to my one hour of massive session
hope you guys enjoyed it. And I would like to uh, take your leave now. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Bye. See you, everyone. Yeah. Have a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. Ma'am, uh, yeah. ma before you leave, uh, we would like everybody to just switch on their video so that we can take a good snapshot of the event. Oh, that's good, but I don't know if everybody... Yeah, yeah. So, guys, everybody, please, uh, for them, it's possible, can you please switch on your videos? I don't think anybody. I guess that's done. Yeah. <laughs> mind, but... So yeah, yeah, ma'am. I guess I'll uh, hand over to Kunal for the final uh, vote of thanks. Yeah. So, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you for such a great insightful session. And Salman, you have paved us way for the e-commerce that day, which is a great market and a great opportunity for us. And uh, your guidance uh, will uh, help us so much. And I would finally, I would like to thank our faculty in charge and my fellow load tractors with whom this event would not be a successful one. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Kunal, for your kind words. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone. Have a great day ahead. A great evening ahead. Yeah, bye. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Thank you much. Yes, it was a great bye. session. Okay, so this meeting is adjourned.